Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Trips M. Uh, this is episode five. Hopefully, you guys all had a nice, nice Christmas. Uh, got all your gifts and everything. Uh, for me personally, got a lot of gifts I wanted, and also gave some gifts. So a lot of a lot of good things you want to see. Uh, this week we have New Year's coming up. Get out of 2020, possibly the worst year of all time. Uh, it's pretty much up there. But anyway. Uh, we are back, and we also have a special guest. He is a reoccurring guest. He has been away the past six months on uh, in the military training, doing his thing. Uh, welcome back, Seth. Good to be back, bud. Yeah, Good to be on the civilian side. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's crazy. We were saying before we started just now, like, uh, this is the first time we've been talking, actually talking in uh six months like we've been texting and snapchat and everything but actually hearing each other's voices been too sick too long of a six months yeah so like the gist of this episode i wanted to go over your what's been going on with you the past six months with the military and everything and then also being back home how that's changed for you so to start this off we'll do like a basic question um where like where did you go for the military or let's even start on the, the even more basic um so what, what's your deal with the military i mean well honestly it's just a easy way to have a career in any sort of sense because they have so much to offer mm-hmm. and me being on the officer side i uh have more of a potential to develop a better career because there's just so much being installed out for in terms of the military because once you're in the military you're disciplined you have integrity you're considered a great person within itself because the military has such a good rep for that mm-hmm. and like coming home did any like did you come home in uniform oh no not at all you can't be that guy oh no no not at all well were I there mean... any points when you were wearing your uniform did anybody like thank you for your service or anything any like events like that happen so I was at the airport and I had to show my ID and I'm so used to showing my military ID because that's just how it is for the military in general. You always have to have a military idea, uh, ID on you at all times. So me being, you know, just used to it and everything like that, I showed it to the woman who was uh, doing the security check or whatever. And she was like, oh, thank you for your service. And I was just like, oh, great, here it comes. <laughs> she, started, she started asking me like, five six questions in a row like uh-huh. oh like where have you been like what are you doing now oh, uh, then she started asking me about like oh are you guys gonna get the covid vaccine i was like i hope so because <laughs> like or everybody sees the military as being like the pack rats of you know trying out the new vaccines and whatnot so right you're like the grunts the guinea pigs oh exactly yeah because I, I asked that question because evan and i talked about this a couple weeks ago i had a story where uh, I was on the job working as a mail carrier and I was at a collection box and this guy was in his truck, rolled his window down and said, hey, thanks for your service. And to me, I thought that was pretty weird because the only time I've heard that is to somebody of the military. And I felt like it didn't correlate or wasn't on the same level of service. You know what I mean? Right. And it could be uh, somebody could say that to a healthcare worker nowadays as well. So yeah, I understand the the perspective of it. It was just kind of weird because that was the first time anybody said that to me, and it's all, the only time people have said that. 
Yeah, because we all uh, have joked about it in terms of army folk, because like we're all brand new to the military, right? And we're we're always like, if we do something nice for somebody, we're like, oh, thank you for your service, and we all like look at each other like weird as shit. Like, why'd you say that? It's like (laughs) it's like an inside joke now. Oh yeah. So bringing it back, you said like you're an officer school and all that. So the only way you can get that is through getting a college degree, correct? Uh, you could also go through, if you're already prior service, like you're on the enlistment side and they offer the school to, uh, your unit because that's how some of the candidates there right now, their prior service, like there's this one girl who's a E7, I think. Yeah. I think it's like an E7 or E6. So pretty far up there in terms of, uh, enlistment side Mm -hmm. i mean not not like super high up but still she has she knows her way around and so like from what i've heard is just that uh they offer the the schooling to uh a certain amount of people and those who actually take advantage of it take advantage of it and um it's a really great way to gain more time in service as well because like they have to contract you for at least three years at minimum i've heard in terms of going that route but for myself um it's just a regular eight-year contract essentially so it's gonna be gonna be a lot of fun (laughs) so you're you're locked in for a minimum of eight years after that it's up to you whether you want to go more or not yeah definitely i want to try to do 20 years because the pension's really good um so for us uh new new ones going into the military it's uh if you do 20 years, you get 40% of your highest pay of the last three years. So say I get up to like an 06, which is a colonel. Yeah, it's a colonel. Um, they're making a base pay uh, just over six figures. Mm-hmm. So 40% of that is at minimum 40 grand and you get that for the rest of your life. So that that's a pretty good gig if you ask me. Yeah, that's pretty good too. Uh, like a lot of people has been telling me about the postal service. Like, it's one of the very few jobs that still have a pension. So the military is the same way, and it's our thing to come by. And like you said, it's very convenient, and it can set yourself can set yourself up for retirement easily. Oh yeah, and that's why I want to do twenty years because like I much rather set myself up for the future instead of like having to try to figure out something else. Yeah. So. So twenty years from now, you're you're forty four, and you're done. You can you can start your family, or you can already have started your family. Whatever happens, happens. Oh yeah, for sure. And hopefully, because uh, I wouldn't like just stop working from there. I would try to right uh, get a job within the associated field I've been working in for twenty some odd years. So yeah, that you... way I can just build up more retirement money or just you know give back or whatever it may the case may be yeah you always got to do something to keep your mind going you can't just sit around and do nothing after you you retire oh yeah so so where did you go for all this training so far uh so i've been in fort leonard wood which is in missouri uh that's why i did basic training mm-hmm. i was there until the beginning of october then got over to fort benning uh at the beginning of october as well we had to sit uh, in a uh, holdover barracks because our uh, plane got canceled, which was stupid. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much like a whole COVID thing. Then after that, we got over there. We sat around at Fort Benning for close to a month. Then we started up and 
what they did for us at OCS. They actually did all of our out in the field training at the first half of it. So like the first half being like right before holiday block leave, which is what I'm on now. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to do like more academics on the backside of it, which is nice. That way we don't really have to worry about much coming back because holiday block leave usually uh, makes candidates usually like kind of uh, tone it back a little bit. They're not trying as hard or, you know, they're not being as involved in the, uh, coursework Mm -hmm. which which does make sense because like you know you kind of you know relax a little bit because uh we already have our branches and stuff like that but um for the most part uh it's just it's just a yeah yeah i don't know where to go from there (laughs) without uh diving too much into it because i know that uh some of the things i could say could be a little bit confusing yeah, right. You just, you, you just do layman terms for all that. But you said like everybody has their own branches. Is there much mix mix between the groups or is it pretty much your group you're with the entire time and you don't see anybody else? Like, how's that work? So like what our branches are is pretty much like what our job is going to be. It just sounds a little weird. Right. Um, so I actually got engineering, so I'll be an engineer officer, which is going to be fantastic because... Um, I can go into vertical, which is buildings, horizontal, which is bridges, or route clearance, which is just pretty much blown shit up. Like, it could be anything <laughs> from, like, a mountain, a hill, whatever we need to do in order to make a clearing for, you know, troops to get through. And to me, that sounds like a lot of fun, regardless of which uh, where I go, because I'll constantly be doing something and not, like, sitting around in an office, because that would suck just to sit behind a desk the entire time. Right, so you would go, so they would send you somewhere, and you'd be in charge of clearing the path for everybody? Yeah, easily. Just setting stuff up and making sure things get done. So, like, are you the guys checking for landmines in the fields, or, like, how does that work? Because you're saying you're clearing the path, and obviously that would be something to consider, right? Or no, am I completely off base? Uh, You're not completely off base, it's just more of, uh, that would be somebody else's job, but I would be involved with that, because... Um, obviously we just can't just willy nilly just go out and go somewhere. We would have to have somebody else, like make sure the path is clear in order for us to actually do our job. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's also like, um, there's actually scouts. It's part of a different branch, but those, uh, those scouts would actually get intel of like what's happening in front of, um, certain units, making sure that we're not just, you know, walking in there and just getting absolutely wrecked by somebody right because that would be no good because you're just wasting troops at that point you don't want to get ambushed yeah yeah you got to take every little detail to to the point and get this shit done no but like is it kind of like you said everybody has their own branch and you, you guys learn your own things but is it similar to like how colleges you have a major and you have your core courses but then also you have your your major courses that you take with only your people in your major like we were kinesiology together so we we had a lot of our major courses together but also we would have core courses early on where we would be with the general people like we'd be with everybody from all across the majors um, so well, at, how you explain it out makes it more sense to me actually so um we will just complete like all just be together then once we're done ocs we'll actually go to our respective uh training places so like i would actually going be going back to fort landerwood which um 
in that sense because like then my roommate that's there he's going to uh fort jackson which is in uh north carolina i believe i can't really remember but um yeah they they would just go to the respective like training places because it's called bullock basic officer leadership course yeah so that's when it would be like that separation of like you know we were kinesiology then there was like nursing then there was like uh physical education stuff like that like that's where the separation would be it would be after ocs it wouldn't be before like during it i should say yeah fort jackson's in south carolina i believe so yeah i just I remember correctly um yeah so that that makes a lot more sense now um so my next point i wanted to ask you is you mentioned covid and all that so how did that affect the whole process because i know you were supposed to go out back in march originally and things got, kept getting pushed back and back and you you got ended up leaving in july so how did from july on how did that affect you um having to wear a mask at all times kind of sucked especially when we had to um like exercise and everything like that oh really yeah um Trust me, there's some times where I thought I would literally suffocate from all the sweating I was doing. Because Missouri, believe it or not, is pretty hot. <laughs> yeah, it's out there in the country, man. All them cornfields right next to Nebraska. Yeah, so it was actually pretty hot, and I already sweat enough. So it was it was not fun whatsoever. Uh, but they uh, kind of toned it back because what they were trying to avoid is like, because the drill sergeants could leave the barracks but the trainees could not leave the barracks. Hmm. So they were trying to mitigate that whole, like, what if the drill sergeants had it, but they're asymptomatic and they could pass it on to the trainees. They were trying to avoid that whole thing. Yeah, they want to reduce the contact tracing in the case of something happened. Right, so, um, which, having to wear a mask, like, all the time sucked. But Yeah, when, like, what's the policy on that? When can you and when, or when can you have it off? Uh, it was when we were in like in our bays where we were like sleeping and stuff like that. We could have it off there, um, but that's pretty much it. There, there came a point where like um, they actually let us take them off during we were actually ex- exercising, which was nice because like God. then we could actually yeah we could actually breathe and stuff like that. Even though there was a lot of the times where we didn't really exercise too much, you would think that we would, but um, there was no, it wasn't a whole lot of like coordinated exercise. It was more like you got smoked, then, you know, we did our training for the day, then we had to clean our weapons, then um, after that, we just, you know, kind of hung out. It was whatever, but that's basic training. Um, When it comes to OCS, it's, like, way different because, like, we're actually treated like people and not, like, another number because basic training, they just want to make sure that you retain all the information that you get from there go on to whatever you have to go to, which is AIT for listen side, then um, for 09 Sierra, it's uh, OCS. And they're just trying to make sure that like they get you through. They make sure that, you know, you're competent enough in order to actually learn stuff further along your career. Because mm-hmm. when it comes to OCS, they actually, uh, it's not too bad. Like we can have our mask off when we're in our rooms, which is nice. And it's like a two to a person room instead of like, having up to i think it was 48 for a bay right so um but having two to a room have our own bathroom have our own closets whatnot um that's really nice if you ask me 
then um other than that like we can exercise without them which isn't too much different but there's just more of a leniency and overall when it comes gotcha. to covid yeah that was that was another thing i was going to ask was um were the class sizes reduced because of covid and were you, do you, were you supposed to have more roommates than just one or how did that how did that work with like numbers wise and classrooms and all that um so if it was a full class it would possibly determine myself having another roommate but we're like a little it's usually like 160 uh but i mean like when you're in a classroom we is every 133 i'm saying like was every single was every, like a couple more was like every seat full in the classroom or was it like there was you a gap and then another person and a gap oh like, uh, no not in terms of the classroom oh uh yeah we just have to keep our masks on which isn't too bad gotcha. I mean, we're, it, we're in a room you know it's kind of like yeah you probably need it i just didn't know how strict the policy was for them and like i don't know if different officers have different rules or they all they all listen to the same procedures they all listen to the same procedures gotcha. all right. so like were there any moments with uh what's the word like your what's like the sergeants or like your commanding officers like what's the what's the correct term uh, for that like your teachers cadre was it cadre cadre yeah what does that mean uh pretty much like uh so it's just pretty much like teachers or like a professor kind of because they are uh so we have like sergeants mm -hmm. who are considered our trainers then our mentors who are like captains yeah they're all captains um so so what's like the basic hierarchy there's you and then your cadre and then mm -hmm. the captain uh so we do have a company commander who is a captain then we have a battalion commander who's That's above, above him. him okay yeah and he's a lieutenant colonel um and then does which, he oversee everybody or does he have another guy he has to talk to uh he oversees everyone but there is a uh enlistment side like overseer who is a uh command sergeant major which is really high uh in terms of enlistment like uh you're probably like two step maybe two steps away from being the highest and being the highest is like super difficult to be um because there's only like one person on the enlistment side that can be like the highest on the enlistment side mm -hmm. where as on the officer side there's multiple generals gotcha so. and then how often do or what not not how often but how much does each one interact with you like which one interacts with you guys the most uh in terms of cadre uh so everybody that's part of my company they're uh they're very like transparent about everything like they'll tell us straight up like what's going on and they would just uh, always keep us in the loop of, like, if there is going to be anything that was going to happen. Um, like, Are they screaming at you, or are they, like, at a normal, no. normal tone the whole time? Like, they're, they're pretty they're, chill? They're normal. Yeah, they're, they're pretty chill. They're, as, they, as I said before, they treat us like human beings. They don't gotcha. treat us like scum of the earth, like how the drill sergeants do. Like, like, you could talk to a drill sergeant just, like, barely the wrong way. And they would yell at you because right. you you would just say like something 
uh, very minor, and they would just like think you're remedial, and it's just like, all right, <laughs> well, I didn't mean it to say it that way, but you took it that way. So, did you have um, any moments like that happen to you or anybody in your company? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, it happened a lot. Oh yeah, a lot of people in my company were just uh, like eighteen-year-olds and stuff like that. Like, oh really? Fresh out of high- yeah, there were so many of those. It was like eighteen, nineteen, and twenty-year-olds. Really? Were you one of Were you one of the oldest, or were there people even like far older than you, like in their thirties? Like, how did that? How was the age gap there? Um. So there was a few that were in their thirties. Actually, a guy that I go, uh, that's there at OCS with me. He's thirty-one. Uh, I believe he'll be thirty-two, but I'm not totally sure during OCS. But he's a great guy. But he wasn't even the oldest. There's a guy. And my platoon, actually, he was 35. Mm. So he barely made the cutoff because the cutoff is 35 right. for getting in the army. So, um, yeah, that was... <laughs> then, like, the youngest was, uh, I think, this one kid. He he just turned 18 during basic training. So he was, like, I think he got a waiver or something like that where he graduated high school early. He needed, like, some, some sort of approval, like, or like saying he's of age and all that yeah i mean and he he's going on to be like a bomb diffuser too which is crazy god damn yeah like real young pull up in the clutch yeah yeah that's fucking stress bro i can't even imagine the training for that and then you Uh, you get put into the real thing i've heard it's like really stressful like you have to take multiple mental tests because, like, that's all it really is, but at the same time, like, you still have to be, like, in shape. Yeah, you, like, have to, it's more so psychologically, you have to be strong. Oh, yeah. It's it's crazy, man. How, what's the size of everybody? Is there be, like, a fucking twig, like, uh, Steve Rogers from Captain America? Like, everybody's a string bean, or is everybody, like, decently proportioned? Uh, during basic training, a lot of string beans, like, we had two kids under 110 pounds. God damn! Like, they're my height of, like, 5'10", 5'11", 110 pounds. Holy like, shit, bro. Like, you could push them over with one finger. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, what they did was, for them, uh, their drill, their platoon drill sergeant would be, like... <laughs> did they get picked on the uh, most? Uh, not... I don't think so. They weren't part of my platoon, but so the drill sergeant would say like, you know, we could go get seconds. Then they would be like, you know who you are, who should not get seconds. And you know who you are, who's 110 pounds and need seconds. Right. Yeah. They would blatantly just call them out. Like you need to eat seconds. You need to put on weight. Like it was, I was surprised they even made it through. Cause like there is a weight like limit and weight requirement to get in. Right. And I guess like they somehow like got a waiver to make sure that they got in. But well, some of those days you're saying you're going on rucks, right? Is that correct? The correct term? Yeah. Yeah. You're going on rucks or whatever. And all the equipment you're carrying is like 50 to a hundred pounds. Like, are they doing the same thing or are they in a different branch? Oh no, they're, they're doing the same weight. So, God damn, bro. How do you carry your body weight and all that? You just got to put one foot in front of the other, really. Holy shit. Uh, so we also have like females right. that are working with us. And, and are, you, are you guys co-ed dorms or is everybody split up? How does that work? Uh, so Are they like, on one floor and the guys are on the other? 
Yeah, so it was more like the females are on one side of uh Are you in dormitories barracks. or uh so for basic training it was just like uh it was kind of like they were they were just big rooms. Okay. So but um for OCS it's like a college dorm. Okay. And so they actually have like you know, males with males, females with females. So right. uh there's probably I think there's like forty something I think it was like close to fifty females for basic, then uh it was like hundred and twenty males for basic, then it was like we have a hundred and twenty eight I think at OCS and it's like about fifty yeah, it's like about fifty, then like the rest are males. What's like, what's the breakdown of your company? Uh is it like half so, and half or is it like three to one guys to girls? Pro it's probably three to one, honestly. Damn. There's that there's I don't know what it is. Like I'm not gonna say like, oh, like a lot of females don't like going to the army or something like that. But um there's just more males in there than compared to females. Yeah, that's how it generally works out. That's how it is in a lot of fields. Like in the in the STEM fields, you hear a lot of people whining saying there's not enough women well if they don't want to do that if they're not trying to do that high school college like why would you force them to do that it's of obvious course. it's a more there's certain fields that are more male driven have more male interests and there's some that have more females look at nurse the nursing program the nursing program is dominated by women you hardly oh, ever yeah. see men go into that like our school was a number one number one program as well or was nursing like, they go hard, and they have high standards. a hard program to get into, so you shouldn't be complaining about where you're lacking. You should be looking at where the where everybody is and appreciate it. Like, don't like don't cry over spilled milk. Of course. Yeah. So, are there any baddies? No, not oh. at all, actually. <laughs> I had to ask. Yeah, it's all good. Oh. And it's like... Um, You'd be surprised on like how many people are actually married and stuff too. It's, really? Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, like like at a young age, or you're like that thirty range. Oh, young age. Oh, really? Like fresh out of high school or like twenty two? Uh, so basic training. There was a lot of them that I did not know who were like engaged and married. And the same thing for like OCS. they're both in the military, or they like the one went and the others like doing another job. Yeah, it's like, pretty much one went, the other one's doing another job. Because like, um, who was it? Yeah, this one kid I was on range detail with. He's literally eighteen years old, has a wife, and has a kid on the way. Damn, bro, that's old fashioned right there, and I respect it. Yeah, he's being real smart about it though. He's going, uh, so he's going like Seaburn, so he's going to be working with like a lot of chemicals and stuff like that. So he's trying to get into private contracting through that route. So that's super smart, too, because there's a lot of, like, uh, experience that you get through the military. Then you take it right back out in the civilian world and do contracting. Damn, he has a, so. he has a smart support group telling him what to do. Oh, yeah. He has uh, a lot of family uh, that All was right. in before him. So. That always helps. Yeah, because my grandfather was in the Navy for a while. That was his thing. But he's like 80 now, so he's been out for a while. He told me a story about um, like they had to be in a water tank for a certain amount of time. And 
I forget how the story went, but it was just like cold in your breath and like the stress on your body was insane with the water pressure, just different things like that. So I can only imagine what the armies is like. Uh, so we actually have a gas chamber that, um, I think I've seen videos of that. Like you guys go all in groups and you wear like masks or am I wrong? Yeah, yeah. You wear a mask yeah, wear and a they, mask. They, they, put, they, they release the gas and you have to like be in there for a certain amount of time. So what you do is like you go in with your mask on. It's pretty much like to show you that your equipment works is what their reasoning behind it is. Yeah, you got to trust your equipment. It's going to save your life. Yeah. So you go in there, you know, you're like, because you're like waiting at the door. So you like all crowd the door, essentially line up in a straight line. Mm-hmm. Then they're... Uh, Drill sergeants bangs on the door, then they tell you to send them in. And so you guys all like file in there real quick and you have to listen to drill sergeant like telling you what to do. Like you're doing like high knees for like five minutes. <laughs> you know, jumping jacks, you're like uh having to test your equipment as well. So they'll tell you like, hey, like lift up your mask. Then like when you do that, because they always give you the training prior, uh so when you lift up your mask in order to actually test the uh, mask out, you actually close your eyes and hold your breath. Because if you were to actually keep your eyes open or even breathe in just like a little bit, you're done for real quick. Because uh, at fatal. the end of it all, it's not fatal. It's just like you're you're going to be hurting for a lot longer than what you should be. Uh, okay. Um, so they actually, uh, at the end of it all, once he, you know, you obviously see, oh, like my mask works. Then they tell you to take it off. And so you're holding, like, you're just holding your breath, closing your eyes, and tell you to open your eyes and take a breath in. <laughs> you should see the worried faces when you, <laughs> you take it off because, like, it immediately hits your eyes as soon as you open them. Nope. And that very first breath that you take is just, it, it's like breathing in spicy air, essentially. Like, it's. <laughs> It's like you were to eat a jalapeno, but you're breathing it in through your lungs. Right. It's like, like, it's like gas now. You're you're sucking in. Yeah. And so there's actually like gas grenades that the army has. Yeah. And it has a hundred tabs in it. Uh, and what we went in, like what we experienced was only one tab to a tab and a half. Like it was nothing compared to like what they could use for riot control. A normal one has a hundred, you said, in it. Yeah. Hey, this shit that break a crowd up real quick. <laughs> oh yeah. So like everybody runs out of the room and like grips their mask off and is like coughing and shit. Yeah, you're coughing. You can like your eyes are watering really bad. Like yeah. you can barely see in the. Uh, it clears you out really well in terms of your sinus and like it's you know good everything know. out. Gotta try but... that out. Ah. <laughs> uh. I wouldn't if I were you. You come out of that room, you look like you just had the worst night of your life. Oh, 100%. Like, your face is beat red, you're trying to breathe, and it's just hurting with every breath that you take. And (laughs) everybody's, like, just trying to, like, stop and just catch their breath, but you have drill sergeants yelling at you to keep on walking and keep on moving and flapping (laughs) your arms. Like, he... You look like a do- like you're a dodo. Physi- out you're there. just physically falling apart, and they're screaming at you to keep going. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, bro, that must build your character up so hard. Oh yeah, Holy it does. Because uh, there's like, so it's like a tiny building that you actually go into. 
Then when yeah. you come out of the building, you have to, there's like a big like tire pit. So like you never want to put your hand in this tire pit because like the amount of spit, probably throw up all the like <laughs> all the other things coming out of you is like in that tire pit. It's like, it's so gross. And so you're just like flapping your arms and like trying to breathe the entire time. Like it's, it's real bad. And, and you walk out of that room and is the next group standing there waiting to go in? Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh I can't imagine. I see that group come out. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like you're on the opposite side of the building, but it's a really oh, small building. But they like, kind of see you. They hear you. Oh, that's even worse. You don't even see him. You just hear everybody coughing up their lungs. Because you would think that, like, it's literally as soon as you hit that fresh air, that's when everything starts happening. Like, that's when, like... Yeah, it's, like, whole, a, it's like, like a huge a reaction for your body. It's like a sudden change. Oh, yeah. Because, like, when you first, like, take those few deep breaths in, you're like, okay, this isn't as bad. Then you hit that fresh air, and everything just smacks you right in the face in terms of pain. It's real mm. bad. Holy shit. That's fucking crazy. So you, so you said you had one roommate. What can you tell us a little bit about him? He is <laughs> he he's a funny guy. Uh he is actually going to be an adjunct general, so pretty much uh a paper pusher and he has like a higher the opposite uh, of what you you're doing. Yeah, exactly, but he is more in shape than I am, which is Really? Crazy yeah what's what's the build looking like uh he's like all upper body but he knows how to run too so no i'm saying he's like six one two hundred like what's his deal oh no he's like calves like five nine and like a hundred and seventy pounds like oh really he's like a little macho boy a little tiny oh yeah stub boy yeah he played uh football and baseball during high school then played football in college good shit where'd you go to school uh East Coast, I, West Coast, uh, and South. He was, he's still up in Wisconsin. He's like probably oh. like two hours from his house. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, like a D one or was he like what? Yeah, it was D one. Good shit. What's his, what his name? So he goes by his last name, Jaeger. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, shout out Jaeger. Oh yeah, oh. for sure for uh ptsd right there fuck that yo shout out ricky malloy <laughs> oh my god that boy would make me drink that shit that shit was crazy though it went down like water sometimes it was bad that's when you know you're fucked he would just bring fifths around on the weekends and it'd be like oh ricky why you gotta do me like that because he just hands it to you and you're like oh shit <laughs> oh ricky was a good dude but hey, oh, yeah. shout out your boy yeager so it was just oh, yeah. so it was just you and him together and then did you guys did you guys hang out a lot or was it like you oh, only yeah. hung out in your room? We we would always like hang out like all all the time because uh, there's just this thing called uh, battle buddy system okay. in the army. So it's pretty much like you have a battle buddy the entire time when you're doing stuff in order to make sure that there's like uh, like a witness there for if something were to happen, like if you were to you know collapse or something somebody's there to help you or like okay get in, get into source some like trouble legally there's somebody there to you know back you up you know what i mean that's it's smart. like they back yeah, it's okay they, they back your story make sure like it's believable that's cool yeah so it's it's really nice but we just like hanging out with each other 
uh, in our room, like all the time as well. That's cool. He's really into fishing, snowboarding, stuff like that. He's a big outdoors guy. That's cool. Oh yeah, that's crazy. He's like big into sports and all that, but he's trying to be behind a desk. That's weird. yeah. He he doesn't want to. Uh, he doesn't want to do anything like too strenuous because like if you uh, if you go to like infantry or something like that, infantry is like real stressful on the body like right yeah uh then there's yeah it's really just infantry that's like really like stress related all the other ones have like their own type of stress like going armor you're in a tank or you're a scout or like engineer you know you're part of uh a route clearance unit like it there's just uh every branch has their own like you know stressful thing but he just wants to be a paper pusher at the end of the day he has a health administration uh degree that's cool he's got his shit figured out how old is he he's our age oh okay that's nice Uh, that's a good birthday is right around yours oh it's Uh, june middle of june because you're 15th i think he he's in the teens somewhere okay yeah yeah there's a lot of people around my birthday hey summer babies thrive hell yeah brother um so did you guys, did you have any other, like, close friends? Like, did you have a friend group that you you always went to and hung out with, or was it, like, just you guys? Uh, so we do have a friend group that we all just, you know, hang out as much as possible, because me and him usually just stick to our room, because people are stupid, <laughs> to say the least. Is it more like the young guy, younger guys doing stupid shit, or is it, like, is everybody split up by their age? Is that how it works? Like uh, talking so about we, like click wise, like you, you like you said, you and Jaeger, you're you're the same age. Are all the eighteen, twenty year olds hanging out together, and then the thirty year olds do their own thing? Um. So, in terms of OCS, it's more like everybody just has their own click. It's not really age based whatsoever. It's just like who you get along with the most. Okay. Yeah. So, which is nice because like, you know, it's not like. The thirty-year-olds are hanging out with the thirty-year-olds, and the twenty-year-olds hanging out with the twenty-year-olds. It's like it's all a mix. Well, that's so. good. So, like, um, my next question I was gonna ask: you got any like crazy stories that happened in your living quarters or anything like that that you want to share? Can or can be shared? Uh, you only have to say like one. I'm trying to remember. Oh yeah, there's one. It's super fucking funny too. All right, let's uh, go. <laughs> and, I'm strapped it's in. It's totally like strapped in. Okay, so we're out in the field doing uh, sticks lane. So pretty much it's just like uh, taking over an objective and it's like just, a drill. Yeah, it's just a drill essentially, and you're just do like you would uh, talk about the op order. You know how you're gonna execute it. What's like all the weather? What's terrain? Stuff like that. Then you would actually go physically execute it. Um, so while being out in the field, we were like uh, getting into our patrol bases and stuff like that. And so once you set up your patrol base, then you like set up your sleeping bag and whatever. So like apparently it wasn't in my platoon. I wish it was. This one dude in a different platoon. Try to go take a shit in the middle of the night. <laughs> so, <laughs> he tried to take a shit in the woods. We have porta potties. So, this dude tried to take a shit in the woods. He ended up shitting on himself. Oh, no. 
So it, like it's pitch black dark yeah, too. Yeah, I was gonna like, say. It, but we do have like. Uh, you don't have any flashlights with you or anything. We do, but we weren't allowed to use them, so you have to use like your night vision goggles instead. Wait. So, <laughs> so this dude ends up shitting on himself, right? I'm picturing a guy with his pants around his ankles with night vision goggles on right now. You're aggressing very correctly, sir. Oh, uh, <laughs> so, oh my god. He tries to go, like, tries to, like, take it off, like, take the shit off. He ends up getting it up on his, like, jacket. Then he tries oh. to get into his sleeping bag, gets it on his sleeping bag. Oh my god. Then he ends up being, like, almost naked he's literally just in his underwear running covered around in shit his clothes were covered in shit oh. he wasn't covered in shit any longer but his clothes are covered in shit his sleeping bag's covered in shit and he's running around in his underwear when it's like 20 degrees out trying to ha have people help him out like are you guys dude, all sleeping like, pretty much yeah everybody's like sleeping around and stuff like that were, you, to, like, were you near his sleeping bag Oh no, I wasn't. It was in a different platoon because, oh. like, all, all the platoons would have like their own patrol bases, like, and you know, it caused pretty like a pretty big commotion because like everybody was like, "Dude, what the fuck are you doing?" Like, and every like the whole company heard about it within the the next like couple hours, apparently. So did anybody crazy. get in trouble? Oh, nobody got in trouble, but it's just funny to hear like a dude who <laughs> got shit on his clothes at first, then his sleeping bag, and this dude's running around in his troll base almost naked like what are you doing dude like everybody just thought like what the fuck like why would you why would you do that like <laughs> so i mean that's probably like the best story to date in terms of like you know funny shit i'm sure there's gonna be more stories like that to come maybe not as oh, extreme yeah. but so like one of closing this out a little bit um so what was like an average day for you uh average day would be like walk me through uh, like from beginning to end like what time did you wake up first thing you did um ocs is more fresh so i'll just talk about that we pretty much wake up around like 5 5 15 get dressed for uh pt so pretty much just exercising mm -hmm. yeah there by like 06 finish up by like 07 07 15 uh, go get chow, like breakfast chow, uh, come back to the barracks, have to be in our OCPs by like around 8, yeah, around 8, 8.15, 8, uh, 8.45, we're formed up to go into the classroom, be over to by the classroom by 9, then we're in the classroom literally all day, and just learning stuff, mm -hmm. uh, then around noon, we're uh, eating lunch. We always got food. That was just like the main priority. And we would probably, we yeah, we would get dinner at 1600. Then head back to the barracks. Then once we got to the barracks, we kind of like downgraded into PTs again because PTs are comfortable. Um, then it was pretty much like, do what you need to do in order to be prepared for the next day is like uh what they wanted every day so pretty much like if you had a study if we had a test like within the week you had like you studied or you know we had like 
like if they didn't have anything to do, you would just go out and do more PT or you would just uh, get your stuff ready for the next day, like just setting stuff up. It it wasn't really much to do because that's just how they rolled it. So, uh, but that's typically an average day. And usually I would just um, either do extra PT or just try to like uh, look at a few things in terms of studying. Like there, there really wasn't much to do because like we weren't allowed to use our uh, phones or anything quite yet. Okay. And uh, which they would give us time around like what was it like? Uh, typically after like eighteen, nineteen hundred, they would let us do that. Mm-hmm. So it would pretty much be like personal time all the way up until we like went to bed, and that's when I would like watch YouTube, watch Hulu, Netflix, something like that, just to wind down the day, then be like knock the fuck out by like 21 or 2200 so okay pretty yeah because pretty structured days oh yeah it's it pretty much rinse repeat essentially like some things would change in terms of like what we're learning in the classroom but for the most part we just spend a lot of time in the classroom uh did pt in the morning then had the option to do pt in the afternoon uh but yeah it was just really don't do much but you're still doing like quite a bit because you're waking up at 05 in the morning or 0515 and getting stuff done so and did that schedule come easy to you because i know back in our college days like for soccer wise when we did we had spring season we'd have five o'clock wake up calls and practice six and all that so it's a pretty similar schedule like was it easy for you and did anybody else struggle around you at the start um so going through basic training basic training like they like they had an intercom to wake you up mm-hmm. and they would wake you up at 05 every day even if we didn't have anything to do so it just developed a easy way to like get up and get at it so um it wasn't hard for me uh in terms of everybody else i didn't see anybody have any issues like there's been a few times where like somebody like random would just like not uh like they, they not sleep get up in. yeah they, they would just like not necessarily like sleep in but like they would just take a little bit longer to get out there than you know everybody else but i always made sure i was there like 15 minutes early to, you know and did those, like, did those people get punished individually or did their group get punished collectively uh it's you uh so for ocs it was individual but if it was something like basic training it was a group based okay sounds pretty cool so like when did you get your gun or like do you have like do you have a certain gun assigned to you and like how Uh, how does that work so for basic training we we had our so we call them weapons in the military okay um so we got it like so we had like a two and a half week quarantine then yeah it was it was a little longer than what was prescribed because they were just trying to make sure like nobody had it and we literally got it like the day that we could because we had those weapons for seven and a half weeks or something like that it it was something crazy but you're literally like you're walking around with them at all times you're sleeping with them like you would always have like it's like a another piece of your body you would have with you at all times and you had to make sure it's always clean and that you know how to take it apart put it back together 
weapons functions check. Like, we even made, like, a game out of it on who can do it the quickest, because, like, all we really had in terms of technology during basic training was, like, a watch. And so <laughs> we just, like, do little, like, time trials and stuff. You were never getting distracted. Oh, yeah, it was super boring. Like, we would always try to, like, just talk about, ra- like, there's, like, a few of us during basic training, like, we would always try to, like, talk to each other about random stuff because, like, we just didn't have anything else to do. So, like, it, that's, it, like, it sucks because, like, when it comes to basic training, it's, like, more strict and you have to make sure that, like, you're always listening to somebody because you're just, you're just a private, like, you're just a number, like, that's, that's all you are. It's not like, mm-hmm. you know, you're actually, like, somebody, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's, that sounds about right. Yeah, but for us, yes, like, we didn't have, uh... We didn't have, like, a weapon to carry around or anything like that. We just said, like, we just had our... We got our weapons assigned to us, then we kept it in, like, one room. Mm-hmm. So, which was nice and convenient, because then we don't have to worry about, like... It was, like, a big thing to where uh, you didn't take your weapon into the bathroom. And there was a guy during basic training who just... He did it, you know? Motherfucker did it. What do you mean he did it? He he took his weapon into the bathroom, and all hell broke loose. Oh my! In terms of like the drill sergeant being pissed off as fuck, right? So are you supposed to leave it out front, like outside the door, and then you come out and get it? You actually leave it with somebody else. Okay. So they watch it the entire time. Then, um, so he failed to do that. Then somebody, like, apparently told one of the drill sergeants. Oh and my god, bro. Fucking drill... narc. Exactly. And so uh the drill sergeant was trying to like oh, who did it? You know what I mean? Like Oh no. Somebody fess up. God. Dude didn't fess up. We're all standing out there. It's like it's like 2200 past <laughs> our bedtime. Right? It sound it doesn't sound that bad, but like you're when you're gassed. going to bed, yeah. When you're like waking up at o five and you're going to bed at twenty one hundred, like you're kind of wanting to stick to that schedule. And so if you if you're kept up past that, you're like even more tired. We stand out there for like a whole ass hour. Then, dude's like, "All right, you know, we're we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna make this real fun." Oh no! Made us like, so we're just like in PTs. He made us get into OCPs, and like. You know, dude still didn't confess. It's ridiculous. And um, I think, like, there's a bunch of us, like, saying, like, oh, like, whatever it is, I'll just do it. Like, because pretty much what would happen is, like, you would just get smoked, like, pretty bad. And so, you know, yeah, <laughs> Drillstar was, te- like, threatening with a uh, full battle rattle. So pretty much what that is, is, like, throwing on your plate vest your helmet and um that's just not a fun time whatsoever like <laughs> having to put all that on because like you don't have it all together he's so just, you he's just basically have... making your life live in hell until somebody tells yeah essentially then he eventually confessed which finally <laughs> and um you know he got smoked the next day the rest of us went up to bed which was nice because like you know i like I, I know I did some dumb shit, like, 
I know I did, but like I didn't do that type of dumb shit. You know, like ask like dumb questions or like uh I mistakenly did something stupid that like was minor but I would still get like uh, a drill sergeant would still like chew me out low key. Like you know, I didn't do anything as stupid as that. Like that that's just just stupid. Hmm. Or or even like we had this one dude in my platoon who was like like he didn't give a fuck about anybody and everybody. Like he did not give a fuck. Oh, he was like a lone wolf. Essentially. So he literally would like would back talk anybody because he thought oh, nobody wow. could... Yeah. And that's a huge thing that shouldn't be happening in the military whatsoever. Like you can get like you can literally get kicked out for that. Right. Yeah, they they want <laughs> they want you to be a collective group. They don't want any individuals. Right. And they want to make make sure that you can actually take orders from somebody not like right you know you're just there so um i don't know why you would do that in the first place if you have an attitude problem right uh so he he was talked to quite a bit he never got like smoked which i don't understand how but that it it is what it is but yeah so do you have any other questions i'm just ranting on yeah i I was wanting to move on so like you said you have downtime did you did you guys get to watch any sports or like anything like that like tv wise did you guys watch anything as a group uh what was it what holiday was like in september labor day i think it was labor day we actually got to the first week uh, the worst first week in september is like usually nfl yeah i think it was labor day they actually let us watch movies Oh, that's cool. You had a little movie night. Yeah, it was it was real nice. Uh, the females were having like a shit show going on. I don't know what happened. I never asked. Um, but they they had to stand at the position of attention for two hours, which doesn't seem like much. You're Fuck. just standing in one. Yeah, but you're still like having your arms at the side, feet together, and you're standing there for two hours. Oh, I... and, yeah, it's it was real bad, but. All of us males, we were just, we watched uh, Fury, mm-hmm. which is great. Then we watched 13 Hours. Uh, you cut out a Gazi. little bit there. Oh, John Krasinski. Mm-hmm. He uh, he was uh, in the incident with Benghazi, mm-hmm. like, where that um, little U.S. outpost got uh, its shit absolutely wrecked. Yeah. So, um then i think that was it that we watched yeah i think it was just two movies there wasn't like a tv constantly on where you guys could chill out and watch whatever no because i was gonna ask you your your baltimore ravens right now are 10 and 5 you're you're in the wild card spots but you play the giants next week you win and you're in how you feeling uh we play the Bengals next week we just beat the giants um oh sorry i'm looking at like some outdated shit oh you're good uh i mean i'm feeling all right about it like we shouldn't even be at this point but you know losing to the steelers twice doesn't help whatsoever so because uh, like they're shit in the bed right now which i don't understand whatsoever uh, but yeah we didn't have anything in terms of like uh being able to watch something or um any like we literally just had ourselves and we could write in like notebooks or write letters mm-hmm. home or 
stuff like that yeah, that we didn't have like anything whatsoever it was it's super boring <laughs> yeah it sounds like it they just want you to learn the things you need to and then move you on to the next stage i guess essentially yeah so i mean what they're doing makes a lot of sense it's just that like my god was it boring no so my last question i guess to close this whole thing out since we're coming up on the hour mark um so what's next so you go back the beginning of next week correct yes yes third is when i have to be like in there and then what's your situation from there uh, so pretty much just finish out, um, OCS, then in February I'll commission, then I will be heading back to Fort Leonard Wood for my bullet training, which is... Straight from, straight from, or do you get another break? Uh, from what I'm, so, it's completely dependent upon, like, what my orders say. Okay. Uh, so... It could be, like, straight back-to-back, or, like, I might have to wait. Like, it's completely dependent upon, like, if they have room available over in Fort Leonard Wood. But even if that's the case, I'm going to make sure I have, like, my whole living situation all fixed up. Because, like, I would be... I personally am going to live off base because I... No. (laughs) I'm not going to be living on base. Like, if I have the opportunity to live off base, I'm going to fucking do it. Yeah. It gets you away from work. Right, exactly. So um, I'm going to get that all squared away and talk to those who are going with me to Fort Leonard Wood to see, like, who wants to be my roommate and stuff like that because it would be a whole, like, I wouldn't say, like, a whole different, like, group of people I've been hanging out with. Like, like, there's a few of them in my platoon who I've, like, talked to quite a bit and um, a few of them that aren't in my platoon. So it's it's definitely going to be a change of pace. Mm Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure that it's all, like, squared away and stuff like that. And whenever it starts, it starts. And it's 19 weeks, 4 days. And after that, uh, probably go into whatever schools that I need. Then I would finally, ha- like, go to my unit, which would be nice. But I don't even know what that is at the end of the day. So it's pretty much, like, I'll find all that stuff out within the months to come. Well, that's good. You have a cer- you have a- You have your whole thing going on. That's good. All right, well, other than that, I don't really have anything else to ask you. Um, I guess close it out. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, A lot different than our usual content where we're talking about sports betting and sports in general and all that. Just wanted to get my boy back on here. Haven't spoken in a while. Catch up with him and also let you guys know what's going on with him if you're into the military side of things. Uh, Seth, thank you so much for coming on, man. You're always welcome. Oh, yeah, it's been a great time, man. Yep, I'm sure we'll be seeing each other seeing each other for New Year's one way or another. We will figure that out um, oh, in yeah. the next couple days. But other than that, thank you guys so much for listening again. Uh, next show Wednesday, Wake Up Wednesday with Evan, will be coming on with his sports his sports spreads and all that for the NFL, the final week of the NFL uh, regular season, I should say. And then Friday, you'll be back with me and Evan together. So other than that, thank you so much, uh, Seth. And we'll be seeing you guys next time.